What is up? What is up? What is up? Everyone, everyone, everyone. It is another day, another time, and another week for Real Talk Monday. You all, I have one of the beautiful co-hosts of Real Talk Monday up in the building with me, Miss Tevis. How are you doing? I am great. How are you? I am great. I am great. I am great. So you all, y'all know how we start off Real Talk Monday. It would not be Real Talk Monday if we didn't start it off with a little bit of the theme song. So while this theme song is playing, I want y'all to like, share, tag, let somebody, let everybody, let your enemies, let your friends, let all of them know that Real Talk Monday is on. Let's go. What is up? What is up? What is up, y'all? It is another day, another time, and another week for Real Talk Monday. Right, right, right. You all, we are hyped. We are ready. And we have another great show planned for you all on this evening. So let's hit it. Let's hit it. Let's hit it. But this week, what we're going to do is something that we started off a while back doing. And for some reason, I'll be honest, I got away from doing it. <laughs> Y'all bear with us for having technical difficulties. <laughs> But y'all bear with us. But what we're going to do is something that we should have never walked away from, and that is start this off with prayer. So we're going to start it off with prayer, and then I'll throw it over to my beautiful co-host and let her announce what our topic is on tonight, and then we're going to hit it. So let us pray. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, we come to you once again, Heavenly Father, thanking you for another day and another day's blessing. Right now, Heavenly Father, we ask that you bless this so let it be what you would have it to be. Let us, let myself and Tevis get out of the way so that you be glorified. Let everything that we say, let everything we do be pleasing in thy sight. This many blessings and yes, in Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. All let's right. Go. So go on to you. Okay. So um, I know a lot of us have um, been hearing about Miss Shanquilla Robinson in the news and the horrific incident that happened to her in Cabo St. Lucas. Um, we are going to be speaking of her. Our topic today is be careful who you call your friends, right? And I'm I'm sure that many of us, young and old, can relate to that um, in some capacity. We all have our own personal stories and experiences, maybe some worse than others. Um, but we will start off talking about Miss Shanquilla Robinson, just our perspective, our point of point of views, our feelings as a young man for uh, Mr. James, as well as me as a mother um, of a teenage daughter. Right. So um, we're going to get started. Um, 
just a little background on Miss Shanquilla Robinson. She's 25 years old, Black woman, traveling to Cabo, St. Lucas, Mexico with three plus friends. I still have not really figured out how many um, friends was there. I I know that it was three plus, right? Um, they went to, to have fun, like most people travel to enjoy, relax, have fun in her age range. I'm sure they wanted to kick it, party, and just enjoy life as they should at this age, right? At her age. Um, the story ended up, I want to say not even 24 hours after they was there, a friend called her parents and said that she had alcohol poisoning um, prior to. She had spoke to her mom, said they were getting ready to eat. There was a private chef there. And um, so they went on, right? They went on with the day. A friend called her mom after some hours and um, said that she wasn't feeling well, thinks she had alcohol poisoning. The mom asked, why won't y'all take her to the doctor or the hospital? And they said something about the insurance. Um, but there was a doctor that came to the hotel and did encourage them to take her to the hospital and also save for a few hours. Um, after a while, um, they did have to call the ambulance. Um, got to the hospital, didn't live much longer. She passed away. Um, they flew back home, left her body, brought her luggage and her phone. The one friend who I'm assuming it was the, what one may call the best friend who had traveled with her and her family and spent time in her family home with her, um, spent time with, with the family um, once back in the States. And then once the videos came out, he, um, everybody disappeared. All the friends disappeared and there was questions that needed to be answered. Come to find out her spinal cord uh, in some capacity had been damaged and she died from blows to the head and a spinal cord in injury and uh, not alcohol poisoning. Um, so I guess from there, just a little bit background, on that, my feelings is was all over the place when hearing this because I have a teenager, right? Um, I there are questions that I would want answered as a mother um, to a young person, and I guess um, from my parental perspective, I guess I'll share that. And then James, you can share your perspective as a young man and um, how you view the situation, how you've handled, how you view this situation and share any personal experiences you may have um, as well. Um, I guess for me as a mother to a teenager, um, these are conversations we have already had. We have been having since middle school wanting her to understand discernment and that not feeling like she always has to be around the cool kids, the it kids, right? Not saying that this was Shanquella's um, situation at all. These were people that she called friends, went to college with these people, right? People that she trusted, she was traveling with um, and for some reason was obviously jealous of her. Um, when you heard the young man that was videotaping saying, I wish you would at least hit back. Shanquilla hollered, no. Like, and I don't understand why. Because friends or foe, like if somebody is attacking you, for me, my natural reaction is to fight back to defend myself. Not necessarily to hurt somebody, but I need to defend myself, right? And mm -hmm. whatever comes from that, 
come from that, right? Whatever um, it is, it is. It's up from yeah, here, basically. Right, right. You're you're hurting me. You're hurting me. I have a protect a right to protect myself. And if hurting you happens, then so you know I hate it, but I gotta protect myself, right? Um, so you know, be your own person confidently and people to me, and I tell my daughter this, be who you are confidently, and people will naturally draw to you, right? Love yourself, no matter the capacity. Um She's she's had friends of all kinds. I've had friends of all kinds, but um, you know, you you definitely one of the nuggets that I gave her her freshman year was you will meet friends this year that probably won't be your homies by the time you become a senior, and that's okay. It doesn't mean they're going to be your enemies, but you all may just have different paths, right? And it sounds like Shanquilla, and of course, this is an assumption, may have been living a life for some reason that they were, some of them must have been jealous of. I mean, we may not ever know why they attacked her. What did she do so bad that made them, made her, that girl attack her? Um, but my perspective as a parent is just communication and talking to your kids, right? Communication right. and talking and pouring into, and I'm sure her parents probably did. I don't know that, but this is just my perspective. And do it constantly, all the time, even if it gets on their nerves, right? Just constantly, constantly talk to your kids. Go ahead, James, because I can keep talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. You are fine. I think for me, what got me was the articles that I read where they said that they had this already planned. They mm -hmm. went to Mexico knowing mm -hmm. this is what they was going to do. And for me, what got me was you made a key statement when you said that there was one friend, and I'm going to use the quotations, air quotes, friend mm -hmm. that she had known for forever and sat down at her family's house mm -hmm. after. Mm -hmm. Now, my thing is this, if I'm cool with you and I'm cool enough to be sitting down at your family's house, Mm -hmm. But I'm sure not gonna let somebody sit here mm -hmm. and beat up on you and mm -hmm. do all this stuff to you, and mm -hmm. I not defend you, right? Like, if sure. I don't do that, I for darn sure am gonna make a phone call to the police, mm -hmm. letting them know what's going on. Right, These right. People left her for dead. Mm -hmm. Left they, her, yeah. got on a plane, and headed back to the states, mm -hmm. and left her body in Mexico. Yep, they did. That is not any friend. So I all. really wish the news articles would stop calling her, calling mm -hmm. them her mm -hmm. friend. Right. They was far from it. Mm -hmm. They were. I agree. I agree 100%. Um, I remember... Who needs enemies? I'm sorry, go ahead. What'd you say? I'm sorry. But friends are gay. Who needs enemies? Right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I know that I remember having a conversation with my daughter um, in middle school um, here they start middle school at five, fifth grade, which I think is way too early. Um, so she was still very immature. I mean, Ava was four starting school, so she was young. She's going to always be the youngest one in her class, you know. However, since she was in honors classes, um, Cambridge Academy is what they call it. And when I guess sixth grade, she had gained some friends that, 
were white, right? And she would say they would always invite her to the party. But when it came time to the party, she, um, they, there was no more conversation about it. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of made her feel sad. Um, and I told her that I had friends. I had friends that lived in my neighborhood that were white and I could go in their yard and in their driveway, but I was never invited into their homes. They would have parties, friends that I went to school with from kindergarten all the way up through college that I never once set foot in their home, but we were friends at school. And that's just kind of how it is. And unfortunately it may not be the kid, but sometimes the parent, right? right. So just having to communicate life to her. These are the things that you will deal with, right? These are the things that you will deal with. Um, and, and that's unfortunate sometimes. It kind of tickles me because a lot of the people that I did grow up with that didn't look like me because I did go to a predominantly white school, half of them have ended up marrying black men. <laughs> mm. Marrying black men and or dating or having a child by one, right? Um, but that's just like a little side note nugget, but that does tickle me, right? <laughs> So, um, you know, you they have to do what their parents want them to do. Right. And that's their home, um, their parents home. But just teaching her not to feel bad about that. You know, um, I read a quote or a statement the other day that said, when your mother tells you to be careful about the company you keep, you should tune into that because more than likely your mother's wisdom and intuition is sensing something yours isn't. OK, and. When I read that, I had to think about my daughter's experience. Yes, Jessica. Yes, girl, you already know. Um, I, um, I, my daughter is a sophomore um, in high school here in Nashville. And um, she had her freshman year, she, she had trouble with teachers and the teachers looked like us almost kind of bullying her, you know, saying things like, you must be raised by a single mom. Do you have any aunties? Wait, what? And I, I'm like, why, why is that relevant? Like, are you at school? What, why are they, are you being sassy? She's like, no, I won't even talk because they're so rude to the students. Like, I don't want to get embarrassed, right? And I had to say to one of the teachers in a parent-teacher conference, look, I didn't pull her out of one Black teacher's class to put her in yours um, for you to do the same thing because you all are friends. Have you either of you taken the time to get to know Ava? Has she disrespected you guys in any kind of way? Yeah. And let me be honest, I do expect more from you guys than I do the other teachers because you all are us, you know, in some capacity, Right. So it got better, but it was still kind of terrible, right? Um, I that you even had to have that discussion. And what, and she, the teachers were older than me. Like, what's going on? You know, what's going on? Um, this year, right? At all, at all. So I'm gonna share this, and then we'll go back to some of the questions that I have about about Shanquella's story. Um, and I have gotten permission with from my daughter to share this because these are her stories. Um, I I I was bullied growing up um, in middle school. I was uberly excited to go to middle school because I could not wait to be around girls that look like me. My brother, my big brother was my best friend. So I hung around with him and all his boys, right? So I can't help it if the boys started crushing on me. I can't help that, right? 
But girls like started like disliking me, hating me. The black girls didn't even give me a chance. Either I was too light skinned, my hair was long. They thought their boyfriends liked me, just whatever. Needless to say, it was times that I was about to get jumped by a group of girls at the, what is it, the Dust Bowl, the big game that they have at, mm. uh, at Western. Um, and my cousin, and I was there with my dad and my little brother, right? And my cousin just so happened to see him and he just kind of ran into the crowd and kind of swinging on them, right? Like, like run to Uncle Mark, go find Uncle Mark, right? Um, it was it's, it was crazy, you know. Girls taunted me, picked on me, talked about me, tried to pull my hair on the bus, just on and on. I would not ever, even going to Western, go anywhere in Bowling Green by myself until I had my daughter. That's and it's real. That's why I prayed and hoped that my daughter wouldn't have to experience that because I knew how it feel, felt. Like I stopped riding the bus. I told my mom, if you make me ride the bus. I will drop out of school. That was in middle school because they taunted and picked on me so much. Like it was just crazy. So Ava starts school and or sophomore year and a friend that she had um, her freshman year ended up, she, she stopped talking to her maybe third quarter of freshman year just because the girl was kind of loud and obnoxious and it, it, that's just not Ava's energy. And she did, wasn't mean to the girl. And she told the girl why she kind of just didn't want to hang around her anymore. And she, um, the girl didn't like that. So the girl would like invade Ava's space if Ava was talking to people or she would say, oh, is that your new best friend? Just antagonizing, antagonizing. So starting this year, the little girl said, was sitting in class with Ava and she would stick her middle finger up at Ava in class or walking between Ava when they were talking to people, just on and on and on. And we were going to switch schools, but Ava got accepted to work with a physical therapist. So she said, I'll just stay, you know. And so August, the third week in August, there was a fight at the school. Ava was going to find her friend. This little girl and her cousin was in the hallway. And excuse my language, but she kept saying, um, bitch, why you didn't help your friend? Bitch, why this? Bitch, and just kept calling my baby a bitch. Kept on and kept on. So Ava's not walking with her back turned. She's walking, face walking backwards, facing them. And they just kept on and just kept on and just kept on. And the girl was, they they charged Ava. The cousin and the former friend charged Ava. And then the girl's, the cousin's best friend jumped in too. So it was three girls that jumped my baby. Jumped my baby. And they got surprised, right? They got surprised. It worked out in her favor. Lucky for them, but it was scary for me. And Ava didn't understand my fear as her mother because I'm like, second floor, y'all could have fell off the balcony. You could have been out of fear, protecting yourself, hurt, hit somebody wrong and hurt them. And then I could be looking at you at Juvie and somebody looking at their kid in the hospital or the opposite. These are, this girl has been in my home. She has spent time multiple nights in my home, in my home, right? Crazy. So Ava did get suspended for five days for protecting herself. Of course, you know, I fought that tooth and nail. Five like, days. Five no, days. The other girls got suspended for 10, but I'm like, how is this right? Well, she was disturbing the environment. She was disturbing the environment because she had to take up for herself. Are we serious? So this is what I'm saying, like discernment. My, remember who you, like look at your friends, right? Look at the people that you call friends. Everybody you can't call a friend. 
some people are acquaintances and have to stay there, right? They have to stay there. Um, and then three weeks ago, she was at a game and a girl jumped on her back on the bleachers. They went flying down the bleachers. Another girl that had been at my home, Ava kept saying, because of course the kids take videos of everything and videos, videos, videos. So they started coming in and you can hear the girl say, Ava say, and why do you want to fight me? The girl had posted on social media that she was going to have Ava's head before the end of the night. It was just, it's too much. So mind you, Ava hasn't been, I haven't let her go back to school. She ain't been in school in a month. She's been doing school at home because she's coming out of there. I'm like, you know, after a while, my child's mental health, physical health means more to me than any school, any academy, anything that any school can have. It, it's crazy. It's crazy. So I felt the need to share that because these are conversations that I'm having with my child since she was 12, right? And unfortunately, she's had to live these experiences in her mind. She doesn't understand why people are jealous of her. Well, they don't have to have a reason because you are who you are. Your light is shining. You're beautiful. You are made you, like everybody made in God's image. But people find reason. And Ava, it don't just stop at school. It'll happen in college. It'll happen mm -hmm. on your job. It'll happen wherever at church. There are just jealous and envious people because you have things to lose, right? So as Shanquella's parents, you know, I'm I'm pretty sure because she's a beautiful girl too, that they have probably had to have these conversations. But how do you know, even as a young adult, 25, traveling with your friends and this happens? Why would you plan to hurt your friend? Help me understand. So yeah, I do have a complex. I have a complex with my baby going. I mean, I was already overbearing. I'm overly bearing, as she says now. But I, how do I protect my baby? Worse it's even worse now. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's um, funny how you said that uh, mothers, our parents' discernment is never wrong. Mm -hmm. I can remember certain situation. I'm out hanging out with a couple of friends mm -hmm. and we're going to one of my cousin's house to play basketball, mm -hmm. get to the house. My mother looks at me and she says, I don't feel comfortable with you mm -hmm. being in this environment. Mm -hmm. Me being 17, 18 years old at the time, I'm looking at her. I'm like, mama, ain't nothing about to happen to me, but just playing mm -hmm. ball. Like I'm mm -hmm. only going to be over for a little bit. Mm -hmm. I'm good. So time rolls on about nine o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. I'm getting a phone call from my father. Your mm -hmm. mama will come get you. What? Your mama says she's ready for you to come home. She ain't feeling comfortable with you being out there. Mm -hmm. I'm like, we about to start up another game. As soon as we finish up this game, I'll come home. I'm like, it's not going to take long. He's like, no, your mama ain't going to get no peace until you're home. She says she's ready for you to come home now. Mm -hmm. Now, for me, I'm 17, 18 years old. Let me be honest. Like, at this moment, I'm like, man, I'm mad because I'm like, I'm 17, 18 years old and I got a curfew. Man, this ain't right. This ain't right. This ain't right. I get home. I'm mad at the well. Get mm -hmm. home. Next morning, I get a phone call mm -hmm. from my mother. Mm -hmm. well, remember, I, what are you doing? I'm asleep, mama. I'm asleep. Well, remember, wake up. I wake up. 
Remember I told you I didn't feel comfortable with you being in that environment? I said, yes, ma'am. Yeah, I remember. And I told you it wasn't nothing going to happen. We were just playing ball. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He mentions a name. I'm like, yeah, I remember him. He graduated like a year before I did. Like, man, mm -hmm. cool. What mm -hmm. about? She tells me he was stabbed and mm -hmm. killed in that same spot we was playing ball at about mm -hmm. 10 or 15 minutes after I left. Mm -hmm. When I tell you at that moment, my mouth just flew open. Like mm -hmm. I had to like, take the phone from my ear. I'm like, yeah. what did she just say? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, did she just say, but mm -hmm. like, I was just with this dude. Yeah, right. My that 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 parent parental intuition is real, and you know we've all experienced something. You know our parents have said, and you know my granny, they used to my my cousins used to always be like, "Don't granny, don't say it, don't say it." And she's like, "I'm telling you, if you go, something's gonna happen because whatever she said, <laughs> it usually <laughs> happens. It usually happens, <laughs> right?" Um, so yeah, that discernment for sure. Um, and there's no such thing as overprotective, better safe than sorry. And that's exactly what I say to her for sure. Um, I told her you can call me overly protective, overprotective, but what's so funny, I'm the cool mom. All her friends like me because they know I'm gonna keep it real. I'm gonna keep it real and some <laughs> that's kids, my mama. She's overprotective, yeah. but all my friends love her. I'm like y'all yeah. yeah. Mm. They do. Uh they call her, where's your mama? Where's mama at? Where's Miss T? You know, so, you know, and I love it. I'm glad that they respect my voice. And, you know, I think she likes it too, but it does probably get on her nerves sometimes. But, you know, being overly protective, that's what I know. And I don't want to smother my baby, but I definitely want her to, and I want her to enjoy high school as I did once, you know, the haters did moved on. But, um, I just, I just didn't want this for her high school experience because I don't want her to be fearful when college comes of making friends, right? Learning how to trust people, understanding who, who can you hang around with, who's really going to have your back. Um, I wonder about Shanquilla, you know, who posted the video? How did the video finally get out? You know, thank you, Michelle. <laughs> I keeps it real. I keeps it real. Y'all already know. Um, who posted the video? Who sent that out on social media? What was the purpose? Was the purpose because, oh my God, you felt bad and you wanted to be known, but you didn't want to be the one to tell it? Or was it because, haha, you thought it was funny, right? I want to know that. Because I know these kids are posting these videos here of these fights, all the fights, not just Ava's fights, mm. for the purpose of like, look at this fight. Look who got beat up or look how this fight happened. You know, that is purpose, right? For them to do that, right? And then um, that video is said like over a million times amongst people. Everybody sees it. I mean, her friends that live in Murfreesboro have seen him. You know, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, so I wonder about that with Shanquilla, right? And then I also wonder why the people in the background was laughing. What is funny? About somebody getting beat up. What is and funny? This, this, ain't just somebody. this is your friend, supposedly. What's so funny about your friend getting beat up? I can tell anybody confidently. If I am in a situation 
where there was a George Floyd, where there was a Shanquilla Robinson, where there is anyone in a position where they are getting hurt or beaten or anything, I will probably die or get hurt trying to save somebody. Thanks. Because my heart absolutely, absolutely cannot take anyone being hurt. My friends may can say a lot of things about me, but what they cannot say is Tevis never would have they back, right? Never would have that because I always would in any situation. I done attempted to fight guys for my friends, like whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like it is what I, it just, is. I just couldn't stand by and watch somebody being hurt. And now people video it and watch it. What what like human, what human does that? I don't understand. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. And you said it was planned. You said that you heard that it was planned. And her friend, her homie that has traveled with her, had been in her family home, knew about this plan. Now, he's saying that he didn't know anything. He's saying that he didn't go the same day everybody else did. He came on that Saturday. So maybe he didn't. That maybe he didn't. I don't know. Maybe they didn't tell him because they knew that he may have tried to stop it. But when you got there, how did you move at that point? What was your movement at that point? How long was it that you got there that you realized she was dead or she was dying or whatever the case may be, right? I wonder about that. Um, Again, why would a friend, quote unquote, attack another friend? And continue then to do I would have been tape it and be like, aren't you gonna hit back? Right. Yeah, I, I don't um, I don't get it. I don't get that at all. At all. Um the anxiety I have as a parent, um, when it comes to this is I do worry. I try not to worry about my daughter going to school and I didn't really before these fights, you know, you concerned about school shootings and, you know, just the environment that the world we live in now, but it's different because so frequently kids fight at these schools. So it's almost, it's a norm that I don't know nothing about. When I back home during my time, there was fights very rarely, right? There might be three fights, in a in a in a semester, right? I, I mean, it was just very random. They have fights at least once a week at the school, right? And then last year, it seemed like it was every day. And she doesn't go to a quote unquote rough school. Her school is in a predominant white area of town, right? But it, it houses in, because we have a lottery here, it houses in all walks of life. So it's a melting pot. And because of that, you are dealing with so many kids. And I am for children, no matter where you live, trying to get the best education you can get, right? I am for that. But being raised, having respect, morals, and values come from home. And I don't care if you live on a box, in a box. I don't care if you live in the, on a corner. There needs to be morals. There needs to be rules. There needs to be values. There needs to be manners that these kids don't have. It's like they have no care in the world, right? No respect to of authority or anything. I mean, the little girl told an administrator at the school that night at the game, um, I apologize in advance. 
and then went right up in the bleachers and started in on Ava. And I'm like, that was your key to tune into her. I don't care if it was in between a game, around a game, how busy. She warned you. She warned you. The fact that she warned them and then they didn't do nothing. I was living. I was living. As you should have been. As you should have been. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah like, um, she gave you a warning of yeah. I'm sorry in advance. And and he said yo, like, yo, it's about to go down tonight. Right, right, right. And he said that she had said that to him before at you know during the school day, and he just told her, like, no, don't do nothing you ain't supposed to do. But another administrator had already followed her into the bathroom because she saw when it followed Ava and Ava's friend into the bathroom. And followed her in the bathroom and told them to come out when she heard the girl yelling. So it was two adults that was in tune with that. Plus, when they had walked across the street to the mall, the security had said something to her because she was screaming Ava's name across the mall. It was too much. It's too much. It's too much. Ava's not going back. And I told them, I don't care what y'all got to do. She is not coming back to school. So you need to tell all the teachers not to count her tardy and make sure all her homework can be done online virtually. And whenever she needs to come and take a test, we'll be coming and take it after school. But Ava will not be coming back to school. I mean, and they did it. They knew I was for real. They did it. So she's going to be switching schools in January. She'll be in a different school. I hate to do that as an educator. You don't want to pull your kids out, but you know, at this point, my baby's mental and physical health means more to me than anything. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. So as far as the anxiety, you know, yeah, I worry about it, but I definitely want her, I don't want to hinder, hinder her from having a true high school experience. Right. Um, I never really let her stay overnight with people when she was younger. She had two friends here that she stayed overnight with. Um, she still has the same two friends, although they go to school in a different county now. Um, and since she's been in high school, it's only been one, um, well, two. Uh, she's got a friend in middle school that she's good friends with, that she's still friends with. And then um, another little girl that she's met since she's been in high school, and she lives like eight minutes down the road. So those she's only really had four friends that she's been able to stay all night with just because of that trust that that goes from trusting people that has men or extra people or women or children in the house you just you just don't know people's experience um so you know it, the anxiety is me having to pray away my worry and my fear so i won't smother her and she can just truly have a great experience in high school and I pray that it gets better. Um, but she's, I mean, she's taking it better than me. She was like, mom, you're doing too much. I'm like, can we press charges? She's like, mom, no, it's okay. I'm like, it's not, it's not okay. These kids need to learn. It's not okay. You know? Um, but you know, I'm like, you have something to lose and maybe they feel like they don't. Right. And you're not getting ready to deal with this. We're not going to do this. So, um, I just, you know, we have a tracker. She can track where I'm at. I can track where she's at. Um, you know, the whole riding in the car with people, I'm not with that yet. You know, I've let her ride a couple times, but they have to stay in our community, not across the city. You know, oh, uh, you sound so much like my mother. Oh yeah, my goodness. It's real. Ooh. And you know, and I think it would be different if we were in Bowling Green because I know people. I know, 
right? So it wouldn't like, it ain't like that, but it's not like that here. Like, I don't know people. Like, I know people in the right places, but I don't know these kids and these families like that. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, so right. it makes a difference. Um, I'm just laughing because, like, in the back of my head, I'm thinking all this stuff that you're saying, I have heard over a million times and still here. Mm-hmm. And still here. Mm-hmm. It's real. Because, like, you I'm, know, as you see with Chantel. At this point, like, I don't need to. Yes, you do. Yes, yeah. you do. I'm going to remind you. And I told her, I was like, when you go away to college and you call me and say, I'm going to a party, I'm still going I'm still going to give you, say, I, all I say now is remember Stranger Danger. Remember Stranger <laughs> Danger. It's real at all ages. It's real at my age, right? So, yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. Remember Stranger Danger. Remember, you yeah. know, and, and you know, bullying now compared to my age, you know, we have social media, right? We have videos of fights. Um, people wouldn't stand around so much when during our age, you know, people would break it up, especially if it was like a, a group fight. Um, but people fought fair then, whatever a fair it fight was, was like, right? It now was it's yeah, it's it not like that anymore. anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely just not like that anymore. Um, they fight in groups, right? They fight to like hurt, to see blood, to make a mockery out of people, you know. And you know, and one of the make sure that it's recorded. You yeah. better record this. You better yeah. record this because yeah. this is going on YouTube and Facebook. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I mean, jealousy is real. I mean, it's real, and it lives in every walk of life and every environment. And like I told her, you know, it, it's not going to, it's not going away. It's not going to go away. So you just kind of have to learn to move. And like I said, teaching discernment and praying that she gains wisdom, the older she gets um, and teaching her to be an advocate for herself. Those have been the three things that, you know, that she's learning, like she had to learn the hard way. And I still say, Lord, I don't know why my baby had to be that example, why my baby had to be that lamb, but she has been. And, you know, we, we just kind of have to move with it. We have to roll with the flow. Um, for sure. Like it's because God knew that she could handle it. And he knew that you was the right person to handle it too. For sure. For sure. For sure. Um, the pastor, preached Sunday uh Jonah chapter one mm-hmm. one through three and talked about um following God's instruction and how God gave Jonah a uh commandment right, right. and attempted to do it and he didn't always follow the instructions the right way right um the three points that she gave was um, our disobedience affects those around us. Mm. Our so our storms can get us back on track with God, and we must praise God for His goodness, right? Mm. And I, you know, talked about um, Jonah stepping onto the boat and the sailors and all the equipment and what happened, and um, the men began praying to their gods, not necessarily our God, no but God. their no God. God. Uh huh. What we was, uh, what the disobedience was, and how that can affect other people. But that there is always hope in the midst of it all, right? There's always mm-hmm. hope. Um, and then you know our storms can get us back on track with God because He wants. He was. She talked about um, 
being swallowed by the great fish. I know storybooks say swallowed by a whale, but it just like a great fish. He was swallowed by a great fish. Um, and how the, 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 you know, he was sped out by the, by the fish, right? He said that he spent what, three days and three nights in that great fish, you know, and survived, survived it. He may not have smelled good after he came up, but he was, he was he alive. Survived. Right. Um, but just praising God for his goodness, because even in the midst of the storm, right, there is, it, yeah, yeah. And that's why I told Ava, in the midst of all of this, in the midst of all of this, you have survived. You're mentally okay, as far as I know, because we, we do see a therapist. This We've been doing that for a year now, well, almost two. And she was able to check in with her therapist today, and they talked. But, you know, her therapist is just in disbelief, just like we are. Like, is your mom pulling you out? Okay, so what if this happens at another school? And she's like, my mom said I was going to do virtual high school. The rest, I said, yeah, if something else happened, she is doing virtual high school. She's not going back. Virtual? Yeah, well, they have I can't virtual blame you. I can't they blame have you. it now. I can't blame yeah. Because my blame. baby's safety means more to me than any any in-person anything. She's probably not going to like it because Ava's a butterfly. But she can still play her sports, right? She can still be a part of the clubs and things of that sort. But I, I don't want her to have that experience. I want her to be in person. But my and I said either that or you going to Bowling Green to live with Grandma and Papa the rest of the time. And I don't know if I can take that because I want my baby here with me, right? So, yeah, I, my prayer is that this is it. You know that it won't happen again. Um, and God has kept her. You know, God has kept her. And my heart hurts for Shanquilla's family because. They can't say that. And she was her father's only child. She was her father's only child. Like he said, I'm not going to be able to see my first grandchild. I'm not going to be able to walk her down the aisle. Like I, it makes me sick in my stomach to think, to think that just the wrong thing. My baby could have fell down those bleachers and snapped her neck, broke her spinal cord. Mm. She could have rolled. I mean, anything could have happened. And here I would have been no good for nobody for a long time, probably. So I'm thankful that God spared my baby's life, right? For whatever, Shanquilla is an example for all of us. I pray for her family and her support system and that they heal and they find some type of understanding. But I can't even imagine. I don't want to imagine, right? I just don't. I just mm -hmm. don't. Like for me, I can use for an example myself. I went on a cruise back in 2018 mm -hmm. with some people that I'm real cool with. That's family. My mother was worried to death the whole time that I was gone. Mm -hmm. Texting my phone, telling me to call. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm out here enjoying myself. I'm not trying to call. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Call me. Let me know y'all are okay. Let me know where y'all at. Mm -hmm. Are you good on money? Are you good on this? Are you good on that? Mm -hmm. I'm like, mama, I'm fine. Like, we enjoying ourselves. Then, like, I think we was gone, like, maybe five, four or five days. Mm -hmm. And we went in December. So mm -hmm. Bahamas in December. December is beautiful, sunny, sun, sunny. Warm weather. Oh, mm -hmm. I loved it. I loved mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then come back 
to the United States <laughs> and it's back to reality. Right. I'm walking around, right. I'm walking around with in the Bahamas, I'm walking around with T-shirt, mm-hmm. basketball shorts, sandals right. on. Yeah. I'm back in the United States now. I got on a hoodie, toboggan, mm-hmm. three jackets, mm-hmm. long johns. And I sent a picture to mama. I'm like, we're finally back in the U.S. We're in customs now. I'm like, I want to go back. She's like, I'm sorry that you said that you're back home, but I'm happy you're back home. Right. Hey, you're back. I don't have to hey, worry too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's real. Like, you know, I was always for Ava going away to college. Um, but now I'm like, you probably going to have to do undergrad here in Tennessee with me or at Western. She wants to go to an HBCU and I want to encourage her, but we got two here. We got two right here in Nashville. She can go to her daddy's alma mater at Kentucky State if she wants to. That ain't far from here. That ain't far from here. My dad's best friend is there, so she got that safety net, right? But for her to go somewhere else, I told her we gotta. I gotta see a lot of growth. I got a lot to see a lot of. Not that she's immature, but I just need to see more responsibility from her. Right between now and then, she's like, "I got this. I got this." I'm like, "Girl, you need to stay here and get this free two year money and four year degree, and then go on somewhere and get your master's, right? Because then you'll be at a comfortable age where you know, hopefully, life lessons. But again, she'd been Shanquilla's age, right? And look what happened to her." It just, it just, it just sits deep in me. It sits deep in me. Um, so yeah, so yeah. Um, is there anything else that you want to share in regards to Shanquilla or the story as a whole? Mm, hold on. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Michelle. I appreciate it. Oh yeah. How would you feel if she decided to go to college out of state because it's a better school for her major? You know, I would. I would probably be sick with it, um, Daisha, but I, I, I am not into stopping people for from fulfilling their dreams, right? I'm not for that. I believe everybody should live out loud and live their very best life. And honestly, um, the schools, the two schools that are HBCUs that have a good program, she wants to be a physical therapist, is honestly TSU and then um, Winston-Salem in um, South Carolina, North Carolina. And um, they have really good PT programs that aren't in the more expensive um, expensive schools. So those are the th- that's the school that we've actually been looking at. And she wants to go to Atlanta, but they don't really have a good PT program in an HBCU that's affordable <laughs> for mm-hmm. us, right? So um, I would support her. It, it would be hard. I can't say that it would be easy, but um, I was supporting her. She ain't gonna hear me say that. I don't think she watches these yet. I ain't gonna say that to her just yet, but yeah, um, I, 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 I would. I, I, I can send this to her that way. <laughs> hear you saying that, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, um, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, 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 that's right. I understand it. It's scary because this world can chew our babies up and spit them out, girls and boys alone. You don't want them to be naive, right? You can't be. That's why I keep it so real. Like, if y'all heard some of the conversations um, I have with my daughter, Michelle, you probably tell Lainey to close her ears because, honey, uh, I keeps it raw diggity. Like, I don't sugarcoat nothing when it comes to that's what's needed. That's what's needed. 
Because they see it. It's at their fingertip anyway. They can Google search, talk. I mean, you know, and I'm glad that she's comfortable asking me these weird, awkward questions. Now, sometimes I'm just like, Exactly. It's like, like, oh yeah, blah, 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 you know. But I'm thinking, oh Lord, you know. But yeah, so I, I keep it real. But I would, I would support her with a whole lot of prayer and faith, girl. A whole lot of prayer and exactly. faith. Can't say I ain't gonna be up there all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like, I can honestly say, and that's what's needed. Yes. But that's what's needed, Absolutely. exactly. And Absolutely. to be honest, that's why I knew that you would be a great one to come on to Real Talk Monday because I knew you keep it real. <laughs> you was going to keep it straight, no say, sir. Mm-hmm. Keep it raw, keep it real. Mm-hmm. And that was something that, in all honesty, this show has always stood on having the hard conversations, having mm-hmm. them difficult conversations and keeping mm-hmm. it raw, keeping it real, right. no say, sir. Not mm-hmm. wrapping it up in your pretty little bow, but right. it will. And I can mm-hmm. honestly say with the two co-hosts that I got now, both of y'all still do that same thing. And we're keeping that same mm-hmm. momentum that we'll talk about they started with. Right, right. And my question to you would be as when you first heard. Absolutely, Tiffany. Mm-hmm. When you heard about the security robinson situation mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as a mother what was the first thing that went through your mind oh my gosh is this real her friends like she trusted these people and travel like is this real that was my response and then i immediately was like ava did you hear about this story and she's like yeah mom i'm listening to it. and i'm like what and she's like that's crazy i'm like yeah so so Shock and then told Ava to follow the story and she already was. So yeah, mm-hmm. just shocked. Like my heart broke, like it fell in my lap. And I'm thinking, these girls that you have fought have been in our home. They have been in our home and one of them multiple times. So no, but I never let her go to their house. I didn't I didn't have that comfort with them for her to go to their house. She asked, and I'm like, no. But you know what? She never fought me on it. She never was like, Maya. She never did that. Because I think she was okay, and she kind of probably felt like, eh, you know. So, yeah. And, yeah, I think, I don't think it went to jail just yet. People but I have think been that, expedited over yeah, there. That's it. The, main, yeah. the, the main girl that she fought has been, or that fought, beat her up, or hurt, killed her has been expedited there. And then I think a couple of other people. But like I said, I'm still trying to figure out how many altogether it was, because I'm not really sure. I just know it was the girl that fought her, the girl, the guy that was videoing, and then her guy best friend that came the next day. But it was more than that. Oh, yeah. And it, mm-hmm. and like I said, what got me about the whole situation was the fact that they've been to her house, they've sat at her table, and seven. seven total. Mm-hmm. And one of them even said, you're not going to fight back. The question should have been, let me stop recording and right. let me pull her off of you. Exactly. Exactly. You should have even been recording in the first place. Mm-hmm, the fact mm-hmm, that she was mm-hmm. recording lets me know that you was in on this because right. you knew what was going down. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So you, so you all, we are 
gearing towards the end of the show tonight and ooh, right. and laughing too while saying it. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. But we about to do y'all's favorite game towards the end of the show, this or that, just to end up the show with that, just to end it. And I'm going to ask you two questions and then you can ask me two to end it tonight. Okay. <laughs> so the first one, we're going to do this or that Christmas edition. Uh oh. Okay. Boys to men, let us know by the temptation silent night. Probably boys to men, let us know. Okay. 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 All right. So do you like, all right. So would you prefer a white Christmas? Or a dry Christmas. Definitely a white Christmas, but only, only on Christmas Day. Exactly. Christmas exactly. Day. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Your turn. Um, I was trying to think of. So I wanted to say something pertaining to, um. Christmas movies, black Christmas. Okay, so um somebody hey. else said me too. <laughs> I, I wanted to say this Christmas with Chris Brown or what is another Christmas movie? The best I man holiday. The best man holiday. That's good. Which one Ooh. of those? Mm. Mm. See. The Best Man Holiday got a couple of my boo things in it. Nia Long, <laughs> and I like them. Uh-huh. Christina. So, mm, I'm going to go with Best Man Holiday. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just Best support my boo things. I, I yeah. got to support my boo <laughs> things. got to support them. Okay. Um, a real tree or a fake tree? Give me a real one. A real one. Okay, okay. Yeah. Give me a real one. Give me a real one. Okay. Um, Michelle says he loves them both. Right. We getting best man holiday. Mm -hmm. Daisy said definitely best man. Mm -hmm. My favorite movie ever. Yep. Tiffany says Silent Night. Yep. Silent Night. For me, it would have to be Silent Night on that mm -hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Tiffany said no tree. No tree, yep. <laughs> um, Daisha said, how can people be so cold, especially knowing she was drunk? And I was like, right, no heart. Heartless people, Heartless. evil people in this world. And the evil people are sitting beside us every day. Have Some people are sleeping with the enemy, right? So, yeah, mm. like. That's funny yeah. that you said that. Yeah. That's funny that you said that because just earlier, I had received a text from a friend of mine mm -hmm. about Samson and mm -hmm. uh, Delilah. And mm -hmm. I literally shot that text to Daisy. Mm -hmm. And the text says, the text says, Delilah pretended to be in love with Samson while she was on a mission to destroy him. May God expose every pretender in your life. Mm. Yes. Yes, that's real. That's real. And and that's there's why a lot of them out there. Mm -hmm. They're gonna be 
pretend to be cool with you mm -hmm. just to get close to you. Yep. Close enough to where yo. Yeah. Then they can attack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's real. I mean, again, like I told Ava, God is pruning. He's pruning you young, baby. He's pruning out these little heifers that don't need to be in your life and let him prune. Even these knucklehead boys, let God go through his pruning season with you. <laughs> Not the knuckleheaded boys, though, mama. Them too. Them too. And it'd be the people right in your face. Yeah, they should for sure. Yep, for sure. Um, we weren't going to do the black history fact tonight. Oh, yeah, definitely. Let's do okay. it. I'll do that real quick. So I'm going to be reading off my thing because I ain't got it memorized oh, you good. yet. You're good. You're good. Um, so the black history fact today. Uh, so slaves didn't have last names until the 1870s. And often they would change depending on when they were when they were slaved. You could mortgage slaves, right? Crazy. Um, toddlers had to wear shackles. Um, certain buildings that were built with brick, you will see fingerprints and holes that were left behind by the enslaved people who built the cities. So when you're walking down streets and cities that have been there in existence for years and you see markings or holes, those were left by enslaved people. Um, America, uh, America was founded on white supremacy. How do we know? How do we know? We know because we listen to white people tell the stories, right? So, for example, in 1619 um, and 20, there was 20 um, odd enslaved people were brought to America and landed in Jamestown. In 1636, less than 20 years later, we launched the first American-made slave ship named Desire, and it was made in Massachusetts. So they made the Desire, Fortune, Hope, and Prosperity. These ships were built in America to go to Africa to get enslaved people. So four things. Number one, slaves didn't have last names until the 1870s. You could mortgage slaves, like mortgaging a house. You, toddlers would be in shackles. Certain buildings that have markings or holes were, um, those are from the slave people who were building these cities. So when you hear people say that this these cities, this, this USA was built on slaves' backs, that's what they mean, because it was. And then um, the, there was uh, four slave ships. And it was called the Desire, Fortune, Hope, and Prosperity. And they were um, created in 1636. And they were they were built for the purpose of going to Africa to get the slaves and bring them back to America. So that was six nuggets for tonight. So you all, that's something that we started a while back with the Roots History or Black History Blacks. And we're going to keep that going. And I appreciate Tevis for looking that up tonight. We will definitely keep giving y'all our history because a lot of times in our culture or in the school systems, our history is mm -hmm. often short-lived and soon forgotten. Mm -hmm. For sure. And that's what We'll Talk Monday stands on is giving y'all the information that is short-lived and soon forgotten. Mm -hmm. To make sure that we do not repeat the same thing over again. 
you all stay tuned to next week's episode. Next week, we got both co-hosts back with us on next week. I have Daisy. I have Kevis. We're going to rock it out next week on Monday night. And we're going to be talking about New Year's, you all. So y'all get ready for that. Mm -hmm. And we are excited. We have some great things coming up in the new year for you all. So get ready for that. And let's go, let's go, let's go. All right. So as I always say, sometimes our disappointments are nothing more than God's appointments. Meaning sometimes if we look at it bad, God is only turning it around for our good. Stay blessed, be blessed, and be a blessing to someone else. I will see y'all next week. And Kevin. Yes. So remember, open hearts, open minds, opens doors. Be blessed in your week, in your ventures, in your holiday. And um, we will see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Please share, share, share and like, like, like. Um, And uh, we'll see you soon. Have a Mm -hmm. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you all. Thank you for tuning in to the Spin Award nominated Real Talk Monday. We appreciate you. Thank you for watching the Spin Awards nominated show, Real Talk Monday. We appreciate your support. We would love for you to share and listen to our podcast. Also, go like us on all social media. We're Real Talk Monday on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Also, if you would like to email us, you may do so at realtalkmonday1 at gmail.com. That's realtalkmonday, the number one, at gmail.com. All right. See y'all next week. Love y'all. Peace. Take care. Bye-bye.